I'm Nerds here, and we want to talk to you guys about the floods in Pakistan that have damaged almost a million homes and wiped out entire villages. The flooding in Pakistan is due to climate change. The melting glaciers and torrential rain have caused the death tolls to be in the thousands with more than 33 million people displaced. One third of Pakistan is underwater. This is more than a national emergency, this is a humanitarian catastrophe. This is because the CO2 emissions produced by countries like the UK, the US, Russia, and France. Pakistan does not have the infrastructure to withstand this devastation. Even though Pakistan is one of the lowest producers of GHG at 1%, it is one of the top five worst affected by climate change. We here at Salam Nerds are sending direct links to you guys to Islamic beliefs so you can donate. Please donate generously. Yo, 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 Salam Nerds. It's your boy Neebs, a.k.a. Watch with Neebs, and I'm here with my co-host Jazz, a.k.a. Jazz the Stallion. Jazz is Stallion. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that, man. You like Not that, only right? is it because it's Megan the Stallion, who's amazing. Um, she's actually from Houston. So is she? Yeah. So this is just great. I was like, oh yes. She, More of our she, culture on full display. I love it. She's she's one of the homies now, man. She's the mm-hmm. homie. <laughs> I'm trying to get her on here, actually. I, I really wanted to try and get her on here one day. <laughs> oh my god, that would be amazing. I will literally twerk on screen if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> we both will, right? Like... <laughs> yeah. I, I think we will get cancelled if that's going to be the case, because we... <laughs> it would not be fun to watch. <laughs> oh god. Not us. But we will get to twerking later. First, we need to get to our guest. You saw her on our episode where we talked about The Bachelor, and we got her on to join us for She-Hulk because she is an actual, well, lawyer. So we'll see. Emma, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. This is this puts together all of my interests, reality TV and Marvel. So Awesome. So are you like a lawyer or are you like a baby lawyer? Because the last person on our show was a baby lawyer, which I didn't know that's a thing. A baby lawyer. Yeah. So I'm, I would be a baby lawyer. I don't practice right now and I only practice for a short time. So I don't know if that's like a step below baby lawyer, but I am licensed and I went to law school and I passed the bar. So I have the knowledge in there and some skills. So it's so you're like you above baby lawyer at that point. Cause you can yeah, still dive back whenever you wanted. You're like a yeah, toddler that's lawyer. That's true. Yeah, there we go. We'll go with toddler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically I've been licensed for two years. So yeah, that would, yeah, that's not right. CMEs, you should be good to yeah, go. So yeah, exactly. Or it's, it's CLEs, cool. I guess. Yeah, CLEs. That's fine. <laughs> I really love that we have brought in so many lawyers on our show because me and Jazz are definitely going to get into a lawsuit sooner or later. <laughs> like, and it's not going to be—it's not going to be like Marvel or anybody who's like, "Hey, your copyright infringement." It's going to be somebody from the Bachelor who's pissed off. Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> slander us. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing most of our listeners know by now because we are on season two, episode 19, but we do both Bachelor episodes and we do Marvel and nerd culture. So sometimes worlds collide. And this is one of those times because Emma is into Bachelor and she's into Marvel and she's into nerd culture. So she <laughs> is our unicorn and we are so happy to have her. Thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here. Have all my... Uh, my Venn diagram. We can feel your enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I promise I'm awake right now. <laughs> For those know. who don't know, it is um, 11.40 yeah. Eastern time and yes. 10.40 Central time right now. We're, we're tired, but this is like also yeah. the time we can do this because we all have yeah. good jobs. I got the yeah. coffee, you know, it's, it's, it's good. We're, it's working out. 
Yeah, 11.30 is probably the latest we can do it because if we do it any later, it goes from Salam Nerds to Haram Nerds, and you don't want to be here for that. You don't want to be here for Salam Nerds after dark. <laughs> that might be, have to be our Patreon exclusive at that point where we just like go fully unfiltered and talk every bit of shit we could talk. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. What we'll do is we'll talk shit about all our friends and like, we'll, <laughs> cause we we had such an amazing time this week. Cause we were in Chicago and all our friends were in Chicago. And honestly, I did not know so many of our friends are silent supporters. Like one of my friends, Arthur, was like, "I listen to you on Alexa all the time," and I'm like, "Holy shit, man! I didn't even know we were on Alexa." And like, I love that our fans uh, are also our friends and they also support us. And Skeeb was another one who's like, "Yeah, I listen to every episode." I'm like, "What you do?" So. I was actually really touched that a lot of our friends actually listened to us and it, it was really heartwarming and surprising. Tell them about that random fan that. you met. Like, who knew everything oh. about you? <laughs> Yo, I, okay, so we were in a hotel lobby and like some guy was telling another guy like, hey, that guy is like, oh my God, I love that guy. I'm like such a big fan. And the guy was like, the guy was like, dude, just go up and talk to him. Cause like, obviously I'm just a jabroni. Like I'm nobody famous. <laughs> and, and like this, this guy, a uh, shout out to uh, Saber Ali. I think his name is Faraz. And he was like so excited to meet me. And it was like really, I don't know. I was really touched. He was really, really excited to uh, meet me. And I've never met anyone who was that excited to meet me, but I was really touched and it was really awesome. And I'm going to try to get him on the show. Cause he was so excited to talk about Marvel. He loved the stuff. He said he's been following me since I was on Clubhouse, which like I burned my clubhouse account yeah. i don't even have that anymore <laughs> i forgot about clubhouse wow. yeah last year or like yeah. late 2020 oh God. that unlocked a memory wow yeah man so shout out to him man uh it was yeah, we'll good do, man. we'll do an isna episode shout out everybody who was there because i know yeah. a lot of people like really talked about us so we're don't worry y'all we're gonna have a fan appreciation episode coming out probably later this weekend yeah, we would definitely will. All right, but let's get into some She-Hulk appreciation. Yes. And uh, yeah. it was it was a great episode. And, like, people were like, hey, this episode is going to break the internet. Well, kind of yeah. did. Kind of did. Kind of did. I, 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 when I watched that scene, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the twerk. The twerk that broke all twerks. The, tw yeah, the twerk uh, that was heard around the world. <laughs> tw twerk gate. Right? Twerk gate. <laughs> <laughs> when I watched that, I was like, "Oh, no big deal. Who cares?" Um, I don't, I don't see the big hype. And then, like, I went online, and like, people lost their freaking mind about this. And I was like, "Really? Yeah. Really? Are you serious? That is insane." Um, Emma, tell us. Yeah. What do you think about that? <laughs> I, I loved the scene. I mean, you really can't go wrong with. Jen Walters and Megan Thee Stallion twerking. I mean, I just thought it was so entertaining and just fun. And I honestly like, I mean, I can't say I'm surprised that a lot of mostly men are just like, oh, like this is ruining Marvel. There's a lot of stuff that was like, Tony Stark died for this. I'm like, have you seen Iron Man where he's literally dancing? Have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy where he has a dance off? I'm like, this isn't anything new. Yo, so I love the scene. I'm a very big supporter of the twerk. The mental gymnastics some of these men have to do, it's so wild to me. Like, Iron Man literally had stripper poles in his plane and made stewardess dance for him, right? Man made a, a R-A-P-E joke on, in Avengers freaking uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. Like, I mean, She-Hulk is the one that you're mad about. She-Hulk is the problem you guys have. It's so weird. I, I, I have, and they were like, 
she wants to be taken seriously and here she is twerking uh in her office and i'm like listen that's not how it works she wants to be taken seriously for her work she she doesn't want to be taken seriously because of the way she dresses she doesn't want to take it seriously because of like you know that she's like stuck up she wants to be taken seriously for her ability to do her job and entertaining your client making your client like you is part of the job bro I know. I've I've been to client meetings. I have eaten steak when everyone when I really want a salad because I don't want to. I want to make the client happy. I don't want them to make them feel uncomfortable. That's how it is. Yeah. Yes. Thoughts. So, I'd like to point out one very important detail here. The twerk happened in a post-credit scene. Yes. Right. This is technically not even canon. Who the hell cares? Like, <laughs> exactly. Of all the crap Marvel has done in post-credit scenes, right? You whoa, have powered the don't, don't don't say it's not canon, man. I, I, how yeah, could a twerk not canon. be canon? The twerk is canon. <laughs> we I, can't I need it to be right. canon. That, okay, that, that needs to be canon. My heart will break. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I actually want to know which animator worked uh, or CGI oh. VFX artist worked on that. I'm just like, Facts. you son of a bitch. You had the luck <laughs> yeah, job you in the world right now. <laughs> Imagine the su- supervising editor coming, like, there's not enough jiggle. We need more jiggle. He's <laughs> just sitting there, like, so you have to, like, stand in this way. Like, that's dream job, honestly, for everyone. We have to go do more research. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, to the club like, right now. Like, run this again. Like, you let's, think let's they do, do this a couple more times. You think they went to a strip club for research? <laughs> I don't know about some drip club, but they could have gone to any club for research. And they could have gone to a day club, and all the VFX artists are just like, hey, let's go. <laughs> Can we put these little dots on you, ma'am? <laughs> Let me just see how this They like... motion capture that. <laughs> and she's like, why? Uh, you just have a booty that won't quit, and we need to digitally capture that. <laughs> <laughs> I promise it's actually for research. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I love it. And like honestly, the more butt hurt these like sexist misogynist guys are, the more I love it. The more I love oh, it. Yeah, like... it. It fuels my like, it, like it's like let the hate flow through me. Like I'm very much <laughs> the spite keeps me going. I'm like, oh, I just I love this so much. I love it even more when the misogynist dude bros hate it. It's just mm-hmm. it's just great. But- it's funny. It's funny how they want to be champions of feminists only when it's against women. Like, isn't exactly. that weird? Isn't that weird? Isn't that suspicious? Wait, they claim feminism? Yeah, they're yeah, like, they she should, it, yeah. yeah, they're saying it's not appropriate. Uh, you, women want to be, you know, not objectified. So why are they doing yeah. that? And that's like, uh, that's not how objectification works, right? Exactly. The way it works. It's like, if they do something for themselves, that's them doing them basically for themselves if a man is making them do it then they're being objectified for a male gaze that's the way it works right so like women can go to a club and party with anyone they want to that's fine but like you can't make them do it that's the way it works that's how objectification works absolutely they claim feminism (laughs) yeah they try to be like oh like women are like they don't want to be taken seriously and it's like they'll be the, the same ones to sexualize women just by existing and then they do this and they're just like, oh, no, no, we can't have this. And it's like, it just doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, it, it's, the point is like, it's what on her terms, it's on what she wants to do. Yeah. She wants to sit and twerk. Then so be it. Like, that. that's the thing. It's like, it's all about like women, like us having control over what we want to do. And she wants to be sexual. Go ahead. That's the whole point. As long as it's on her terms. 
Listen, Emma, maybe you can back me up here, but like I know how it is for my industry in corporate America. I'm yeah. sure it is for lawyers. You do what you need to do to make the client happy, right? If the client's yeah. like, hey, let's break it down in the office, you break it down <laughs> in the office. Right? As long as yeah, you're okay you, with it, as long as, you, yeah. if, as long as it doesn't personally uh, you know, go against what your belief is or what you want to do and they yeah. want you to do it, nobody, no senior person is going to be like, hey, don't do that when the client wants you to do that, right? You want, yeah. no one's gonna say, don't take your client to play golf. No one says that, right? Right, right. I don't understand. It's very much, yeah, as long as, it, yeah, you're you're working for, I mean, you're not working for the client necessarily, depending on what type of law it is, but you're representing them and you want to do everything that makes them feel comfortable with you. And as long as it's not skirting the ethics rules, then, you know, there's a lot of room to play there. Yeah, and Jennifer Walters did get those signatures on the dotted lines. So. She did, absolutely. Yep. yep, yep. And I've seen that happen on suits, right? Like Lewis yep. Litt had to do all these things for his client, and like he got them. <laughs> Nobody had a problem with that. I wonder why. I wonder what's the big difference yeah. here. Hmm. Hmm. Wonder what the the she's common green. thread. It's a straight yeah, up. Yeah, it's, it's because she's yeah exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's talk a little bit about the homie Wong, because Wong, <laughs> they had to go around looking for Wong. Homie's got no email address. He's got no phone number. He just, He's like... harder to find than I am on social media. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Appar apparently, the way they found him is a, he had a LinkedIn, and his LinkedIn said he worked at Target for like seven years, which I thought was hilarious. But... The, the way, oh man, the way they found him is is pretty funny. Um, they they sent him a thirst trap with books. Uh, I'm going to see if I can look up this thirst trap with books. But Jazz, uh, tell us what you think about uh, Wong's cameo. Um, What's his, what's the actor's full name? Like the actual name? Benedict Wong. I didn't know yeah, his, yeah. his name is Wong also. His name is actually yeah, yeah, Wong, so. yeah. <laughs> he's cashing it in man good for him like i am so happy for this guy like yeah. bro you can make cameos in anything it's like oh okay social supreme cool like he's probably like banking off of this and i'm very happy to see that i'm happy to see that they tied this back in to what was it shang chi where mm -hmm. they were in the dome fighting i'm like oh that's how that happened that's a cool little uh you know way to connect that cool i, I yeah. respect that and I then that was really cool too. he came through. He like straight up came through during the lawyer scenes. He's like, "Yo, let me just, you know, tell him what happened." Like at the very last <laughs> second, like, <laughs> I oh, thought yeah. that was pretty funny. <laughs> very appropriate for the Social Supreme. Oh, you yeah. know, they don't wait for anybody. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I'm here for the Wong Cinematic Universe. Honestly, like he is everywhere. Is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> yes, the it Wong is WCU. Cinematic. Yep. The WCU. He, All right. he is inevitable. Thanos, not inevitable. <laughs> Wong, inevitable. <laughs> so accurate. I'm like, what do you think of the scene? I thought it was hilarious, honestly. And I felt like, like, I felt Jen's, like, anxiety when she was like, where is my star witness that I literally need to, you know, get this guy on parole? Like, it was just like, he was, she's like, come on, come on, hurry up. And he just appeared. And I'm like, okay, good. He came through. And then he testified, and then he just dipped out. And I thought that was absolutely hilarious, the way that they were like, oh, that's interesting, actually. Like, this might be a crime. And he's just like, yeah, I got to go. Bye. And then he just leaves. And <laughs> I, that's what I would advise. I mean, that was a smart move, honestly, on his part. So I was here for it. I, I thought it was great. And I just, I love Wong. He's just awesome. 
and what were they gonna do like oh oh yeah like wong uh, you helped this guy escape prison yeah. like what were they gonna do to him like right <laughs> who it's could like, hold the sorcerer supreme come on yeah. <laughs> guys this this is the this is the thirst trap this is the thirst oh. trap. i love it i'm here I'm, for it like yeah, I'm about this. <laughs> that's my kind of that's my kind of thirst trap. Honestly. Are you using uh, Edge? No, I'm using Firefox for some reason. Oh, okay. Edge. <laughs> yeah, but this this is the this is the picture, guys. That is quite. Uh, the um, I love the fact that they actually. I, I love the fact that they actually shared it online. They're like, by the way, it's not just a throwaway line. Here's a thirst trap. Come. Yes. I was like, <laughs> was... the marketing for this show has been just absolutely amazing. I'm loving every second of it. And I love the fact when, like, Wong um, was done after the uh, testimony, they were like, by the way, you committed a bunch of crimes. <laughs> He's like, deuces. He's like, I'm out. Like, I, I must depart. I'm like, that is iconic. Like, that is just, iconic. I mean, that's what I would do. If I had a portal, I would just be like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm staying here for this. I'm so, so supreme, bitches. You can't touch me. <laughs> I was like thinking i'm like was this could this have been a custodial interrogation like hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah i was like it was smart to not say anything to just leave like <laughs> just, just get out <laughs> i have so many questions about this like uh thirst trap now like this picture chad <laughs> like, are you still on that <laughs> he's like i, I literally am because i not because for the reason y'all think all right i'm looking at the actual books here all right yeah I'm a highly sensitive person by elaine aaron phd mm-hmm. The Cult of Trump by Stephen Husson. Margaret Atwood's, you know, The Handmaid's Tale. Best yeah. American Writing 2020. Salvador Dali, right? Like, this is some really cool shit. Like, really um, how do they pick these books? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's what the actress really liked. Maybe she just did it for fun. Like, That's are true. these her books? Like, yeah, possibly. This is cool. Like, yeah, I'm wondering. Um, what I respect everything here. Are. Like, I yeah. have some of these books here, so like, cool. It, it, it's pretty dope. I I really enjoy that. Uh, the yeah. other thing I want to talk about, uh, let's get into it, is the fourth wall breaking, right? And which is it's always been fun. Uh, they do it twice here. Once she's in the car, and she's like, "By the way, guys, remember who shows this is, right?" She's like, I was like it's, not yes. all, "It's not all about the cameo, except for Bruce." And Wong, <laughs> and, like, and, and Blonsky, and, and Blonsky. <laughs> the three men, right? Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> and, and, and we know Daredevil's coming too, so yeah. it was kind of like a little Four slide. To the, and, and Daredevil, it's like a slide to like all the people that are waiting for Daredevil because they they know that's coming. So I kind of yeah. I kind of like that little shade. But my favorite part was when they were talking about the other story about the guy uh, with the changing as guardian and they were like oh connecting story a to story b i was like yo that was so meta i love it so much i'm so here for the wall breaking it was just it's perfect it's so funny jazz what do you think i'm starting to believe your theory that um whenever she breaks the fourth wall it's she's talking to us but we are the alternate personality inside her the way hulk and banner have two personalities right we didn't yeah. see Jennifer's second personality. It's just Jennifer yeah. the entire time, right? Yeah. We're the other personality. And you know what? I, I believe it now that the way it's happening. Like, yeah. uh, She-Hulk is learning, I guess. The She-Hulk yeah. personality, not Jennifer Walters' personality. Like, yeah. she's yeah. learning, and then they might end up being best friends, which will be really cool. And yeah. I thought it was so interesting. I think what kind of also plays into that is that I noticed the first episode when Bruce, when she did the first wall break, she kind of was like, Oh, that was interesting. And then, like, Bruce noticed it. 
but like no one else i've now i'm like checking to see like no one else has noticed when she breaks the fourth wall like any like normal person so i'm just like very true it's interesting i don't know to me it just seems like that there's something there so i it's yeah. a conversation in her mind with herself. yeah yeah i'm yeah. just like oh this is this is cool this it. is interesting i buy yeah. it. I like that. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is the haters because uh, they did a little thing where they showed all the TikToks and all the tweets. And like, Jazz, the most amazing thing about this is that they used real tweets because uh, someone pointed out the tweets that were used when the show first was announced. And they showed the tweets that were used on the show almost identical. Like, it was such a good call out. Uh, what do you think, Emma? I thought that was amazing. I was just like, oh, like, it's just, it just is beautiful. Honestly, I like cackled and was just like, oh my God, this is so accurate, first of all. And it just brings it back around to like, it's like, imagine being made fun of by your, like, the, you like sit here and like hate watch this stuff. And like, they're, they're making fun of you. Like, you <laughs> are not like, like, it's you're just, not the target it's, audience. Like, yeah, you're, you're on not the, the target audience. You are, yeah, you are being like, totally roasted here and it's wonderful because that's they, you so know, they, true they deserve it they deserve it like listen I, Im just... imagine imagine the show that or the imagine the franchise that you love openly mocking you <laughs> y'all stay safe though that won't be me <laughs> yeah, exactly could never be like just i mean it's so embarrassed for them like they they gotta like just yeah it, it's really it's chef's kiss honestly it's hilarious <laughs> I really love to see it. We, we we definitely love to see it. Jazz, what do you think about the whole? So, <laughs> um, I hate to admit it, but technically, I am one of the people they're making fun of. Why? Oh, Remember? because yes, the the one one kid, right? So it was like a few episodes ago on here, oh. and I was like, I'm very excited to see Matt and Murdoch again. And lo and behold, they're like, ah, fuck you, Jazz. <laughs> this shit is shit. Oh. <laughs> see, see they, they made fun of me, too, because they showed this little black kid, and he was like, he would smash. And I'm like, mm. hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was pretty funny, actually. I was like, okay, yeah, you're kind of calling a lot of people out there. Like, I feel that. I, I mean, uh, listen, man, I... Uh, there was an awakening when I saw her take off her shoes. I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> We're going Not back to that. Oh, God. Oh, so, my God. There was an awakening. <laughs> yeah, there was there was an awakening. I don't know about the feet, but there was definitely an awakening in general. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. We are but woke. I, I, yeah, I am I, awake. <laughs> Oh, man. I I love this show so much, but it's also the silliness of this show, right? Like the whole storyline about like there was this Asgardian that could change shape, and then they made this guy spend thousands of dollars on him by pretending to be Megan the Stallion. Like was... who who thinks of that? That's so funny. I, so funny. I absolutely loved that, and I loved how that's how like Megan the Stallion's cameo worked out. Like I, it was just so perfect. He was just like, oh, like, I really thought this was making the stallion. And, I, and I'm like, dude, like, you, I don't know. It was just so, just so funny. And that whole trial was absolutely hilarious. Like, yeah. I just loved it. Okay. I have a law question for you. Yes. And this is, this is, this is bugging me. But if that Ice Guardian, let's say they uh, got intimate with that guy as making the stallion, would that be considered? 
sexual assault or, you know, because it's not informed consent, right? That, that person did not consent to doing it with someone who is not Megan the Stallion. Hmm. Would that be some kind of like, you know, would, would, would it be criminal, that criminal activity? That's a really good question, actually. It kind of brings back, I don't know if you guys watch The Boys, but it made me think of one of those scenes with the shapeshifter person tricking the guy into thinking he was someone else. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, they did mention that. Yeah, I don't want to get into the details of that scene because it was, I mean, The Boys is something else, but... It's The Boys. Yeah, uh, but honestly, like, that's a really interesting question because it, I think it really comes down to that state's particular laws because every sexual assault like law in the criminal code is slightly worded like worded slightly differently when it comes to elements of consent and then there's sometimes a force element there sometimes isn't so the question of consent would be the element that they would be trying to prove and i can see where that would be an argument potentially um i always think that there's potential for arguments whether the jury would believe it or whether the judge would believe it is a different story but i could see it being an argument Nah, it's kind of like Zenob said, right? There's good facts and bad facts, and all yeah. they have to do is who's going to present the better fact. Jazz, what do you think? I mean, I would tend to think that that would be assault there. Like, yeah, that's straight up false premise. You're straight up lying. Like, right. it's not who you said you were. Um, I see that being an issue. Um, but then, like, issue, but then where's? Like, but I was gonna say, where's the line? What if someone's pretending to be rich and they're not really rich? Does that qualify? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Why is this dumb show making me think of these things? I don't know. <laughs> it's like all just going down the weeds of yeah. It really you could really like go We're down the rabbit start hole of like all the hard <laughs> I'm like oh, I didn't uh, study this in law school, but it's a really interesting <laughs> question. <laughs> no, I actually didn't. <laughs> you did not study what happens if a shapeshifter changes though. <laughs> I can't say that I did honestly. <laughs> I feel like Jazz is thinking really hard. He's like really it's like into like, it. Right? No, like my gears really are turning. Like yeah, I, I can I, see the gears like. Jazz, like I, I need. Like, I need the answer. Yeah, it's like I need the answer. I'd have to. Like, I don't need the answer, but I'm just curious now. Like, <laughs> how would a court interpret that? You know what? I'm asking yeah. one of my judge friends. Like, tell oh us about yeah, it. it would be interesting to see what a like a fact finder, like somebody that would actually have to decide. Actually, uh, because as a lawyer, lawyer, like you kind of put forth the arguments, and you're like, okay, let's see. As long as it's not a completely false argument, as long as you're not lying to the court, if there's some sort of evidence in your favor like you put forth the argument you see what happens so i would be really curious to see what like a judge would think mm, fair fair yeah. I, so I, I, I have I helped a few judges get elected they owe me favors maybe we can get them on here yeah i don't think you want to waste a favor on this bro yeah i wouldn't you, bro, I would exactly what I want to waste a favor on. <laughs> look at me using favors to get into jai wolf concerts and jazz yeah, waste and Jazz is, like, wasting it in, like, to find out the stupid thing in a freaking show. This is important, sir. Okay? We need answers. We'll be the first podcast with the correct answer on this, okay? There you go. Oh, man. All right. Uh, let's move on to uh, the Wrecking Crew. We saw the Wrecking Crew in this episode, which uh, was a little bit of a letdown. But I'm like, you know what? It doesn't really matter. They're not really big parts of the story but we do know that they're working for somebody and they want jennifer's blood which is very very interesting who do you guys think it is i've heard theories that it's the leader um i don't know too much about that in the comics so i i'm just like yep seems reasonable to me i also wouldn't rule out kingpin since he's been 
he's working in the shadows. I know he's got some stuff going on. I uh, wouldn't rule out Val because I, I think I feel like uh, Titania is going to end up on the Thunderbolts, and I think she's putting together like uh, Val is putting together the Thunderbolts. So I wouldn't be totally surprised if that's who it is. Maybe like someone's working with her to get this done. So yeah, that's what mm -hmm. I think. Interesting. What about you, Jazz? Uh. Who was the one at the end of Incredible Hulk who had like blood poured on him? Oh, oh yeah, I think that that is the leader. That is that's the leader. That's right. That's the leader. Okay, yeah, I, I have not read She Hulk. I'll be very honest. Yeah. Um, Same. but if that's leader, then yes, I believe it's him. Just because, mm. like, I don't think his transformation was completed. Now he wants to either go all the way or maybe find some cure for whatever half-assed transformation he's going through. Yeah. Um, I like that is one of the most annoying loose ends of like phase one through three of the mcu like incredible hulk has always been like you know the you know, the stepchild <laughs> of, the, uh, of the mcu yeah. in the first it's like you're there system. but we don't really pay attention to you <laughs> right yeah. and then i mean they could always bring back general ross um just because he feel like he might have some like bad blood <laughs> bad blood <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about this go. whole situation yeah. <laughs> Well, here are some of my theories. Uh, one yeah. theory I think is that um, maybe this takes place before uh, Hawkeye and yeah. that Kingpin gets the blood and that's what made him super strong and also how he survives the gunshot that he oh. has some Hulk blood mm. in him because he was not that freakishly strong mm -hmm. in Daredevil. And if it's the same Daredevil, same, you know, continuity uh he should not be able to rip a door out of his off his hinges right but if he has some hulk blood in them that's possible so that's one of my theories um the other theory is that maybe it's uh general ross and we finally get red hulk which mm -hmm. would be cool so those are my two theories what do you think jazz what if it's um what's her face um i'm, I'm, I'm agents of shield uh, sorry, oh. the granddaughter of Peggy Carter. Oh, Sharon? No, that's not yeah. the granddaughter. Sharon Carter? Um, yeah, mm -hmm. you know how at the end of um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, she became the arms dealer, the power broker? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, What if she's behind this? Ooh, I can Ooh. see that. Because she was always after the Captain America super soldier serum, right? Yeah, that's right. And then the Hulk project was to recreate that super soldier um, serum right fair, fair, so right this okay. is this you know okay. connect the dots kind of thing i see it i definitely see it because we haven't seen thing. them in a while like we haven't seen val in a while we haven't seen sharon and mm -hmm. i've always kind of thought they might be working together because i know yelena's supposed to be part of the thunderbolt so i think like sh someone's working in the shadows here Either it's maybe Kingpin, maybe it's Sharon. Like I, I definitely see along those lines. Oh, could it I be think there's uh, something going on? Shang Chi's sister. Oh yeah, maybe she's working. Leader with of the Ten Rings. Oh, that'd be interesting. Very, very interesting. Well, I guess we'll have to tune in next week, or actually not even next week. Take it's gonna a be few coming hours. out like three hours. Oh yeah. I guess, <laughs> I guess we'll have to tune in at three hours. And three hours, yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you guys for being on the show. And we do apologize to our fans for being late. You know, we were out partying and, you know, we were trying to relive our youth <laughs> a little bit <laughs> and have a little fun. Uh, but we will have all our shows up to date by this week. We're going to be doing some crazy content. Uh, and, you know, feel free to join us. Wait, 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 one more. Ironheart, Red the Hood, 
Oh. Because mm. Ironheart is in the MCU's uh, timeline for, for things coming out in the future. Oh, okay. And Wakanda right. Forever is coming out soon, and she's going to be in it. Okay. Mm, lots of stuff going on, man. So there's a lot of theories. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens, man. Watch watch none of them be right. So we'll yeah, right. exactly. We're, all wrong. We're all just all completely wrong. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you for joining us, Emma. One last time, how can people find you in all your confusing places? <laughs> um, so I wrote it out this time. My Twitter, you can find me at Twitter at underscore M N M E N M I N E M. Um. Instagram at books underscore and lattes. I can't even like formulate it in my head. Um, then you can find my podcast at Ticket to Reality on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We hope to have you back. Uh, this, was, this was so much fun. You were amazing. And we thank can't you. wait to do this again. Uh, Thanks for and- having me. Yeah. And before guys, before you guys go, remember uh, in our link, we do have links for uh, the relief effort of Pakistan. Please donate generously. Pakistan still needs your help. Uh, And we would really appreciate if you guys would do that for us. Uh, That's all I have. Jazz, anything else? I'm good, my guy. I mean, this was a good episode. Please donate generously. And uh, we'll see y'all probably tomorrow night because we really need to catch up on all these episodes of Ride On. <laughs> yeah, man. We'll see you guys soon. And until then, guys, salam, nerds. Peace.